0: In the Bible that talks about his name was Paul. Paul, in the book of Acts, chapter 24, he's standing before a king. And he's before that king, and, and he's standing before that king, and he asks the king, the king tells him, Go ahead and speak. Tell me what's going on. See, the king knew him. He, he, had, he, he knew the king, the king knew him. He knew his life, he knew his, where he's been, he knew the things that he'd done. And, and he tells the king, I want to I speak bluntly if I can. And the king told him yeah go ahead say it how it is and he begins to tell him his testimony. He begins to tell him how he was and, and how, how things had happened. He begins to tell him, you know how I was. You know the type of man I was. I used to kill people. I, I persecuted people. I, I came against them. I, I, I used to write letters. And, and I would get a decree to come down and, and burn the Christians and, and kill Christians and feed them to the animals and, and behead them and put their heads on, on stakes and light them up on fire, their whole bodies. He said, I, I you know that... That's the man that I was. I grew up with the the Jewish customs, and and I knew all these things. He said, I was a Pharisee. I was psycho. I was crazy. He was a murderer. And he, he says, but on the road to go do some more harm, I was knocked off my animal. He said, a light dropped me down and took me to the floor. And he says that he was laying on the floor, and he was laying on that ground, and he, and he was sitting there, and he had got blinded. He had got blinded. And how many know sometimes we're blinded by a lot of things? And, and he was blinded, and he didn't know what to do, and a voice spoke to him. He says, I want you to go, and I want you to go speak to Ananias. and said, he's going to go, and you're going to go there, and you're going to talk to him, and you're going to regain your sight, but I want you to go. Someone say, go. And listen to me, he responded to that, he responded to that, and he gets up, church, and and he goes, and and he goes talk to Ananias, and he talks to him, and for three days he was blind, and regains his sight. This time, he was looking through different eyes. And I believe tonight God wants to regain our sight and tell us, look, I want you to see things different. Come on, it's not going to be the same way. You're not going to live in hurt. You're not going to live in depression. You're not going to live in suicide. You're not going to live in all this madness. If you allow God to touch you and change you, you will see things different. And this is what he's telling the king. Because I want you to know today the same thing that he was trying to get the king to come to a place of repentance. And I believe the same thing God's telling us. We need to change the way we see things, we need to change the way we see our lives. We need to be grateful. Someone say, grateful. We need to learn to be grateful for, for what we have because sometimes we complain about everything. Well, if I only had a better car, thank God you got a car. Come on, if I only had a better spouse, thank God you got a spouse. Someone took you in. That ugly looking face right there, boy. My, my kids, I wish I had better kids. Thank God you can have kids because some want to have kids. Oh, you got to hear me today. Come on, somebody. We have to learn to be grateful for what we got and what we have. And Paul began to become grateful because he began to see things different. He began to view things different. His life changed, church. His life changed. Even the king said these words. You almost got me, man. I almost changed my life, man. I almost said, I don't want you to be like that person at all. Uh, well, I almost did it. I almost changed. I, I, I almost changed the way I view my life and I view things. Today, allow yourself to see things different. Come on, somebody. Learn to see your situation different. Learn to see what you're going through different. There is hope. There's a joy you can have again. He can restore your passion again, your hunger for God. Come on, amen. Some of us, we have lost a passion and desire for God. It's not the way we used to be. God said, let me stir it back up again. Come on, somebody. Let me stir it up again. Let me get you going again. Let let me put inside you a new word to reach people. Let me allow you to use that light that's inside you. You see, the light that God's given us, the hope that he's given us, it's not for us to go hide it in our closet when we go out. It's so that we would use it when we go out to our schools. And amen. We use it when we go out to our jobs or when you're out there doing groceries. And you will use that light that's inside you and give people hope. Someone say hope. Give people hope. Allow God to use your life and allow God to heal your life. A healed life. Learns to heal others. A hurt life just wants to hurt others. Come on, somebody. And and, and you know that when you're hurt, when you are hurt and frustrated, we take it out on everybody. We take it out on our spouse. We take it out on our children. We take it on everyone. The ones we love the most, we take it out on them. See, I know what it is to be angry and frustrated. I know what it is. I know what it is to be lost and bound. I know what it is to be strung out. I know what it is to be in dope. I know it is to go to jail. I know what it is to have nothing. You know, come on. I know what that is, but I also know what it is to be a changed man. I know what it is to have joy and peace and love. I know what it is to love others because I allowed myself to open my eyes. Because when I got knocked down off my horse, I hit the ground hard, you can tell, hallelujah. <laughs> On that ground, I hit that ground, man, I was sitting there, man, and I was saying, oh my God, Lord, are you real? And God answered my prayer, I said, God, if you get me out of this, I'll serve you. Say, God, if you get me out of this, I'll serve you. He got me out of the place where I was at. He got me out of the thing I was, uh, the court case and everything. He worked on my behalf. And just like I am, I just burned him, said, forget it. I mean, we make promises, but we don't keep them. We make promises, we make all these things. And and when I got out, I said, I went back to the same thing, went back to my vomit, went back to all the craziness. And, And I was sitting there, a few months went by, and I really got tired. I got tired, I, I I really felt I needed to change I really felt that I, you know what, I, this is all just doing dope, staying up all night and not knowing what I was doing, not knowing what was going on losing everything, not having no hope, not knowing Amen, what I was going to do next and God told me, go and do what you said you were going to. Come on, somebody, go and do what you said you're going to do. Because how many of are always looking for answers? We're always looking to, to do better this and do better that and, and all these things. And I'm telling you, giving your life to God causes you to become healed and better. Come on, somebody. That, that's, that's one of the steps right there, church. Salvation is there waiting for us. But the second thing, church, is when we get in church, we stay in church for a while, we, we get too familiar with God. We get so familiar with God that we are no longer have a repenting heart. We get so familiar with God that we we don't even get moved by nothing no more. We know we're wrong, but we don't want to get better no more because we're so familiar with him that we start losing respect and honor for him. And it's a dangerous place to be because that's the place of self-righteousness. And you think that everybody else is wrong but you. And if you really take a picture of yourself and look at that face that only a mother can love. See, God has a selfie of you. And he looks at you and he can pull your record down anytime. Because God, God everything that we've done, God knows. God knows. There's nothing that we can get away with. He knows. And he pulls it down. People think... That if I do this and do that and do that and do that, they do this. They try all that, but it's still is just for a moment. It's just for a moment. But God changes for a lifetime. Come on, His change is for a lifetime. And Paul begins to minister, and he ministers, and he does what he does. Paul touched so many people's lives because of his testimony and because of what he went through. He loved on people. Paul began to father sons and he began to father men and father women and help them come to their full potential because they wanted change. Someone say, change. You and I have to come to this place this morning and say, you know what? I don't want to continue the way I am. I don't want to continue being too familiar with the gospel, too familiar with church. I don't, I don't want to stay hard heart. I want to, God, allow him to soften me up. Soften me up. See, these young men that came and testified and the women that testified, you see the power of God that they did. These young men that came and, and rapped, you see that, that I just asked them, you know, a couple days ago, I want you guys to rap. Come on. They did it. They didn't question. They didn't go. They just did it. Come on, Come on somebody. That's that's I'm telling you. God's going to begin to do something with these young men. I say God can begin to use their talent, begin to use it for greatness, begin to, get, begin to reach people, amen, because that's what we want you to understand, that God wants to use your life to help people. Come on, somebody. Your life is worth it. Your life is worth it. Each one of you here today, your life is worth it. Your life is worth it. Tell you number, your life is worth it. That cross right here that Jesus was on, he wasn't on this one, but he was on a cross. He, he, the cross that he's on, he's saying, I died for you and I, and you were worth it. You were worth it. You were worth, you were to die for. Amen. Oh, come on, somebody. You, are, you know, all the, you eat something, like, oh, it's to die for. He said, You're to, you were to die for. That, that's how much he loves us. Regardless of how much damage we've done and how much hurt we've done and how much twisted we were and how weird you got or I got, he died for us. Come on, to give us hope, to give us salvation, to give us deliverance, to give us a second chance. And I challenge you today to be honest with yourself and to say, you know what, I, I'm here this morning and I'm here this evening and I, I, I need Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. And, worship team as they make their way up here every head bowed every eye closed i i want you today, today you know you're here today and it's for your first time and and you're saying i need jesus i i need a change in my life if that's you today i want you to lift up here and i want to pray with you today anyone here? Say, i need god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you anyone else here today saying pastor I've, I've i've drifted away i've drifted away i've I haven't been doing what I should be doing. I haven't been doing the things that I've been doing. I've, 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 I was just getting, my, allow myself to get hard. And you're saying here today that you said, I, I need a touch from God. If that's just to lift up your head. I want to pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Maybe you're here today and you've just been struggling. Let's all stand. Let's all stand this morning tonight. Let's all stand. Maybe you're here and you've just been struggling. You've been struggling and, and uh, your heart has being too familiar with God and you got too familiar where you, we allow ourselves just to think that we can get away with anything. Samson thought he can get away with anything. He thought he can get away with anything. He said, I'll just get away like I did all, all the time. All of a sudden there was one time he couldn't get out of it no more. He couldn't break the ropes. He said he didn't even know the anointing left him. He didn't even know that happened to him. And he tried to, and, and all of a sudden, listen again, here he goes again. He lost his sight. He lost his sight. He couldn't see. He couldn't see. He lost his sight. Well, he was there tied up. He said, Lord, give me one more shot, man. Give me one more shot. Restore me that I would kill more than ever before. I mean to tell you that God is a God that has the answers. And God will restore, church. God will restore the things we lost. He'll restore the sensitivity that we lost. He'll restore the conviction that we've lost. God's a God that restores. And he cares. The Bible says that Castor cares for him because he cares for us. He cares about what you're going through. He cares about the hurt. He cares about your pain. He cares about whatever's going on in your life that maybe you think no one else does. He cares. He cares that the struggle you have at home, maybe you're here, your teenager, your parents are going through things. God cares. God cares. But do you care enough to come and to let go? Do you care enough to say, I, I need to come and, and let go of this that I'm holding on to? This frustration, this pain, this thing that makes no sense, that twists my stomach, that doesn't let me sleep at night, that makes me think all weird, and, and I, I'm, I go through all these changes. Are we willing to say I need to come and just leave all my pain and hurt at the altar? The altar is the place of change. The altar is the place of deliverance. The altar is a place we come and we lay our baggage down, our pain down god is saying to us today i'm here i'll take your baggage i'll take your hurt i will exchange your hurt for joy for healing for restoration god says but bring it to me and lay it here and leave this place changed restored refreshed You're here tonight. You lifted up your hand. You lifted up your hand. God spoke to you. God touched you. The testimonies ministered to your life. And you're saying you want God to touch you, save you, deliver you, heal you, refresh you. I want you to come right now. Come. Hands came from all over the place. I want you to come. Come and find a spot. Just find a kind of spot and just just be honest before God. Be real before God. Just talk to him. It's as simple. Just let him go. It's not as difficult as you think it is. It's easy. He's And he's here today. He's here. He's here to take away all the things that are bothering us and frustrating us. All the things that keep us up at night. The things that make us wonder. He's here. Hallelujah. 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 Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? God wants to give you peace. God wants to strengthen you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Some of you, God's still talking. God's still talking. You're, you're thinking, should I, should I? You should. You should. You should. You should get things right. This is your time. Don't be like the king and, and reject it and let it, don't leave this place without giving it all. Give it all to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to pray, we're going to pray right now. I want you to say this prayer with me. I want you to say, Jesus, wash me, your precious blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and make me new. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Thank you for freeing me. For my hurt and my pain. Lord, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a great cup offering. We're not done to stay where you're at. We're going to pray with you. But that prayer right there... It begins to restore, refresh you and allow you to know that God loves you and cared for you. The Bible says when one child gives a life to the Lord that heaven rejoices. There's a party going on in heaven right now because we've decided to come before God, be honest before God, lay down our issues to give our life to God. There is a party going on in heaven and God's saying this to you, stay away from those things that get you caught up. Cling to good, the Bible says. Connect yourself back Connect yourself to a church, get plugged in, get involved, read your Bible, pray, and let God do the rest in your life. I want the usher, I want the, uh, as uh, altar workers, help me pray, we're going to pray with you. And I want you just to close your eyes and and just begin to talk to him. And and it's just like talking on the phone to somebody, just begin to, simple, just talk. Just simple, just say, God help me, touch me. Let God, begin begin to let go of everything. As as they begin to worship and sing out, we're going to pray with you and we're going to believe God for you right now.